Tonight's podcast has been brought to you by Space with John Michael Allen Parsons Montgomery. What questions do we ponder in the universe? Where are we in the universe? Where are we located on the great cosmic scale? Tonight we intend to answer such questions. Hi, I'm John Michael Allen Parsons Montgomery and welcome to space. Tonight we start off talking about Jupiter, Crab Nebula, a rock. All of these things are made of stuff. And many scientists today speculate that we too are made of stuff. And here we see Sagittarius A, the supermassive black hole in the center of the Milky Way. It has the mass of a million billion gorillion suns. And if you fell into it, your body would be crushed to an indefinitely small point and you would probably die. The asteroid belt. Astronomers maintain that there's an asteroid in it for every single person on the planet Earth. What will you do with your asteroid? Build a vacation home on it? Raise your kids there? Build a space McDonald's? Mysteries like this are what drives science forward. People do not realize, but in August 1264, King Edward I used a trebuchet to launch the first satellite known as the Hammer of the Scots into the stratosphere. Oxygen is lacking in space. If you were to be in the cold vacuum and to remove your space helmet, your lungs would surely collapse at the speed of light and your head would explode. This has been the questions and the answers for you space fans. Join us next time. And remember, I'm John Michael Allen Barzins Montgomery, and we'll see you in space. Time to get butt fucked. Oh, right off the bat with the obscenities. <laughs> I'm Lyle. I'm Brandon. We're here back with you again. It's the Good Old Gamers Podcast. And Go fuck yourselves. Thank you. Back with episode 102. It is fucking September 7th. 7th. Labor Day. Uh-huh. I'm not having to labor today. How about you? I've been in labor. Oh. I've... <laughs> I done crowned about three chicken nuggets. And <laughs> <laughs> the crowning is upon us. Yeah. Your dog uh, apparently yeah, gave he, birth while we were gone earlier too. Yeah, he uh, decided to run in circles, taking the big 
wet shit in my house, and mm. I still hate them. Hmm. I didn't want Don't to you begin just with. love animals. Yep. Hope everybody's doing well. We're uh, gonna try to talk about video games like we usually do. Somewhat, yeah. How have you been since last week? Uh, not bad, not bad. You know, doing the whole working, being a dad thing, trying to get in some game time here and there. Grown folk business. Yeah. I get that. I've been on the fucking, I'm still in the 12 hour shifts right now, so. Oh, yeah. That is a. That's a that's boner killer. Yeah. yeah, that's a boner killer for sure right there. Yep. That's a. I like the money, though. Yeah, money's nice. It's about the only thing that keeps you from answering the, the great call of the void while you're doing I, that. I thought you were about to say the call of the Slossberg. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. same yeah, thing. Same thing. You got it hanging up on your gun rack in your hallway, and you can hear it whispering sweet melodies to you. Yes. It's like, yeah, not tonight, baby. Maybe Come next time. kiss me in the mouth. <laughs> That's what all shotguns say, right? I like to Netflix and chill with my 12-gauge. <laughs> Mm, I just that made me think of a whole other type of horrible things that happen. It's just thinking about weird sized barrels and things being inserted. Uh huh. Mm. I love how with conviction you said that. Uh huh. Too. Yeah, you know, I've I've always had this fetish of being like the cat in post in postal. You know, uh, on the the shotgun muffler. That's a thing. I don't remember I, postal. You never played Postal? I, I know that they're pretty infamous and pretty fucking violent. I think it's Postal 2. You and can there's get like it. three of them, right? I have seen the movie Postal. Yeah. Directed well, by our good buddy. Uh, he will not be named. I, yeah. I just can't think of his name. It's weird. Uwe Bowl. Uwe Bowl, yeah, that's it. But yeah, and Postal 2. Ruler of good video game movies everywhere. Postal 2 had a shotgun silencer where you get a cat and shove it on the end of the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> and every time you shoot it, it go, Every every copy of that game that sold made one PETA person punch himself directly in the cock and or JJ. Yeah. I mean, they probably had both. They had, what do you know? <laughs> Tread lightly. Yeah. <laughs> we live in some weird times now. Nobody knows what bathroom to use and everybody's pissed. Uh, I mean, everyone knows a flayed and turned inside out cock is the same thing as a vagina, so... Yeah, that's true. That's what I learned in science class. That's true. The feeling is mutual. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, we're going to fucking kick it off with a little bit of news. So, I asked you this before we recorded. Did you see the Mario announcement? Negative. Super Mario 3D All-Stars. And it's all of them. I'm assuming. Except, Except for, for Galaxy 2, you yeah, said? Yeah, no Galaxy 2. I don't know why they've kept that out. You know, what about Mario is missing 3D? I think that game's just missing in general. So I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it's over the people who tried to develop it. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> just came in there and kneecapped them. Perhaps we grow my bonsai trees with your they, uh, cut up a body. They got Epstein, you know. Yeah. Just, oh no, they committed suicide. They shot themselves in the back of the head five times. They killed themselves. Set their own apartment on fire. They killed themselves and they make such a fine fertilizer for my bonsai trees. Yeah. They're in the grove. Um, They announced that. I think it's going to be in limited presses like, or a limited thing too. 
Um, and also seeing where Nintendo is pulling some of their it's limited edition fuckery, you know, like how yeah, they did with they the, always do that bullshit. Know, they got a game and watch coming out on November thirteenth, the day after my birthday. That it, like the old school game and watch, and it's like the uh, the old school Famicom colored one. It's like the gold and the maroon. It comes loaded with Super Mario Brothers, though. Like the original NES one. A little strange. It is kind of weird. I mean, I get it. I mean, that's what fucking Nintendo is known for. Yeah. 100%. Out of everything they've done before that, Mario is what put them on the map. I get that. But at the same time, it's just awful weird to spend $60. And I kind of feel like it's just like a... Well, it's limited edition. You better get it now. That's exactly what it, it is. Again. It's a cash in on uh, the man baby nostalgia that we love. And it's like, man, my cell phone can play fucking Mario. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Which, I mean, whatever. To each their own. I just... Nintendo, in my opinion, and I'm not knocking them at all. Because I, I don't get me wrong. I'm a Nintendo kid. And I love Nintendo. But at the same time, they've relied more on that shit the past few years than they have putting out decent content for the Switch. Really? See, I don't, well, I mean, I'm still the, outside the Switch, of the Switch The Switch ecosystem. still has good games coming out. Don't get me wrong, because all the third parties are full at it now, and there's still good stuff coming out on Switch, but you look at it, though, you don't hear as many fucking single Nintendo Party games coming out like they used to. And I'm like, well, they're busy worrying about the fucking NES Classic. Listen to this Classic. Well, I'm sure, know? too, they're cashing in all the chips on Breath of the Girls Gone Ball 2 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, you know, they're already pretty much about to announce that they got a new model Switch in the works. And I just want one. I don't want the Switch Lite. It's the opposite of what I want. What I want. I just want give me a little box that hooks it with my TV. And that's it. And uh, fuck the Switch straight, part. Straight home console. I don't want the the tablet thing. Says there's one more thing my kids will fuck up. That's one more thing to get lost. Just give me the console. That's all I want. Please. I'm really surprised. Honestly, they haven't. Like come out with one yet? Yeah, because it wouldn't, it wouldn't cost them a whole lot of money. I wouldn't think to rig up a box. You just pop the card in. No, it shouldn't. You're negating the whole screen and all that bullshit. You know, maybe my redneck ass could gut a switch and make one myself. I kind of wonder though, maybe if they're planning on doing that because I seen a thing on a Twitter. It'll be the Switch Pro. Yesterday, yes. Well, they're already. That's what you know. The early people are calling it or whatever, but. One of the uh, patents I seen was for a standalone Joy-Con, like a Joy-Con that couldn't connect. Yeah. What would the fucking point of that be? Yeah. You yeah. know, so maybe they do have like just a straight console one coming out. I'm totally down for that. I mean, we're kind of like in a new, I mean, there's about to be another console war going on. PS5, Xbox Series, <sighs> X coming out, yeah. you know. You know, I don't know how much of a war it actually is anymore, I don't think though. it really is. I think it's just like, are you a fucking iPhone user or an Android user? Like That and like, okay, Microsoft has leaned fully into to like, we're also PC. We're in the PC you ecosystem see, man, that's now. that's what I don't fucking so, get, man. Like, a lot of the Xbox games are also on PC. You know, the, yeah, the exclusive X, because I get it, they're Microsoft. I understand that. But why not just build one badass thing for everything and be like it is a games console it's a computer it's an at home media center it's just everything no, see like, i think they kind of tried and failed that with the one 
Well, yeah, you're you're right. Um, I th- I think what they're going here is more of a a really broad ecosystem, like game however the fuck you want a game type thing, like the the Xbox uh Gamer Pass. The, yeah, the, the, yeah. Basically, the Netflix of games. I have it. It works PC or Xbox. Yeah. I, I got it, and I hardly ever play my fucking Xbox. You play them on PC. Yeah. So I can see them kind of leaning into that. Well, route. Uh, you know, you can kind of do that now. The the PS they got them. I don't even know if they make them. They made these little PS Now boxes, where it's literally just a box that you can hook a DualShock to, and you just hook that thing to your TV, and you're playing the game from the cloud. Oh, okay. not on. I, I'll pass on that. I'm pretty sure it's, it's shitty. Because, well, PS Now is even still pretty bad. I get really bad lag on that. My Gamer Pass, I have no fucking issues with. I keep getting ads on YouTube and whatever for Google Stadia, and I'm like, I got no fuck. I've tried that shit. There's just the that my, my minuscule amount of lag you get fucks it up. Well, is Stadia an actual console? No, it's like a service. It, it's like a little USB thing in a controller. No, though, right? you can just load up Stadia on your computer and play oh. games on the cloud. Like you could do on, you could play the badass game on a Chromebook. So for some reason, I thought Stadia was like a stand, like its own. I don't think so. console. I know it's a service. I'm about to just do a little googly search here. But I know it's a it's a streaming game streaming service. Dude, I'm telling you, it's just a matter of time before Amazon throws their hat into the they, ring. They have been. Um, not on the console thing. They've been trying to do MMOs and stuff, and they failed horribly so far. Yeah, Stadia is nine ninety nine a month after the trial, and yeah, it's pretty much just you can pretty much play it on any device. You can play, you know, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two on your cell phone, and it'll look good, but you're gonna have that fucking lag, yeah, because it's streaming you a game, and. That lag is acceptable in some games. I don't, I don't like it in a lot of games though. And MMOs, it's fine. MMOs are designed around that. Physical like console games aren't designed for that. I don't. Uh, it, it's just like everything else. Like how when all the streaming services come out, everybody's yeah. rushing. Like we got these movies, they At- don't. You and know. I'll we'll also say this: no matter who appears and doesn't appear to be winning in the console war, Microsoft is winning because they got all the server infrastructure. Who do you think Sony's using for all these games? It ain't Sony; it's Microsoft. Microsoft's been building that shit for years. I think it's Azure is what they call it. Um, they pretty much got the top of the line. They're uh, fixing their own servers. TikTok and everything else. Like Microsoft, just in computing, yeah, is fucking still. Yeah, you think about it now because the computer market, the PC market's finally bled over to mm-hmm. the console market. Yeah, Microsoft still does a lot of the same shit it done back in the fucking nineties, man. Like you know, they got all and all that trouble for, or they attempted to get them in trouble because they're like we're yeah. monopolizing. They're like, no, nobody's just come up with anything that can rival our shit yet. Yeah, and you know they've they've done that. You know, I, there's certain Apple product, Apple things that fucking, in my opinion, rival. PC stuff as far as like music and media, you know, shit like that, maybe recording kind of deal. But I mean, you know, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, really. I do, but I don't. Like, Microsoft's got the fucking hold on everything. Well, I mean, it's nuts. When it comes to actual, like, because most everything's fucking Microsoft based to anything, some degree. Anything, though, that's like top of the line shit, it's usually still Windows. Like, even mm-hmm. uh, Audios Pro Tools is, is the top of the line shit, movie studios and. No, triple A recording things you use. 
um, you know, Photoshop, obviously, which, I mean, there's crossover, but Windows is pretty much the best for general use, anything, and Ed Mac's like, well, if you want to go the artsy-fartsy route, here you go. Yeah, that's true. It's a, uh, they're selling you a gimmick, because, I mean, and honestly, there's not a whole lot of point in trying to straight up compete with them. Um, you're giving money to a company that whose founder stood by the fact that he was going to rub rosemary on his <laughs> yeah on his butthole. Yeah, well, Steve Jobs cures stomach cancer. Excellent marketer, shitty uh, producer of technology. <laughs> I mean, I don't know just a shit ton about all that, but I know the fact that Steve Wozniak did. Was it Steve Wozniak? Yeah, Wozniak. Did way more. Like he built the fucking computer, mm-hmm. and Jobs got the shit out there, mm-hmm. kind of deal. Yeah, Jobs was a salesman. Yep, savvy with business. Yeah, he knew how to start a cult. Boy, has it stuck around. No shit. I never expected the the leading cult in the world would just love kombucha <laughs> and like be happy with each other. <laughs> Not yeah. the kind of cult I want. If I ever no. start one, I want that Koresh style shit. I want five wives mm-hmm. and a big Marshall amp that I can play in my church with people worshiping me. Yeah. <laughs> like, fucking right, dude. But anywho. You want to try? What? No. Go I was ahead. Like, I ain't got no news because I haven't paid attention to well, shit. Well, sometimes no news is good news. I just, I just know that because I heard it the other day. So you want to dive in and talk about some games? Let's do it. I've been playing a few different things because I actually caught some time. You know, this is the first weekend I've had off since like 4th of July. So I've been I'm burping too because I've drank some Miller Lights this afternoon. Yep. Don't worry, y'all. I said last week we were sober. That don't mean every one of them is going to be like that. Oh, no. Don't worry. Alcoholism was still present and accounted for. Uh, I found this fucking cool game last night that I didn't. I got. Was it Cool Spot? No, but I do like that game. Don't get me wrong. It is the coolest game. Nothing says nothing says a great video game like snapping little uh, air bubble projectiles at crabs on the beach. And who knew that fucking hermit crabs wore boxer shorts? Who knew? Nobody told me. I didn't. These, these are the mysteries that drive science forward. <laughs> Only in space. But um, I played this delightful little Capcom game from '91 called The King of Dragons. It's a hack and slash or hack and slash beat 'em up, side scrolling. Mm-hmm. 1991 Capcom. It's like your pretty basic, basic. You know. uh 2D hack and slash. It's got a mechanic that works on it, though, where you can get different... You know how in a hack and slash you got jump, hack and slash, and then you got like a fucking screen clear power-up mm-hmm. button. This one, you get uh, you get different screen clears and shit, but it floats around like how in a shooter game, if you get a new gun power-up, it'll just kind of float around. Yeah. It works by you going up and striking it with your sword, and it activates it and kills everything on the screen, but then you got it and can use it for a certain chunk off your health bar. Now, is it like a straight-up 2D, or is it isometric? Like, you know, the tilted uh, Streets of Rage look? 
or versus say it's a it's asymmetric. Okay, it's a actually I had a uh, nobody that's like a a screenshot of it. Okay, all the podcast listeners appreciate. Yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Thank y'all. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in and seeing this picture, you fucks. But uh, nah, it's uh, it's like yeah. the asymmetric, you know. According to this, I only got nine levels in last night, and the levels are pretty fucking short, like, like profoundly short. Like you literally, you how, how hard has it been so far? It's difficult. I got to nine, and I run out of continues. It does have a thing, and God damn it, I wish I'd have thought about this beforehand because I have it written down right here that we had looked up. The hero, whoever you pick, you can pick five characters at the beginning. You can be a um, a cleric, a dwarf, uh, a fighter, a wizard, or an elf. I love how in old D&D and stuff, the races were their own class. Yeah. The dwarf is his own class. They have no like specialties on their own. It's not a tank. Not it's not a fucking... See, this is where the real race An archman, is. you know. Elf life matters, you know. They do. They're, they're they're people. They got their own hopes dwarf and lives dreams. matter. They're yeah. only half a person, but they're still a person. Yeah, exactly. I've been saying this for years. And dwarves are. Everybody talks about how dwarves look like shit and look like fucking meth heads. I'm like, motherfucker, they got a mountain full of gold. Yeah. What the fuck you gonna do about it? Yeah. I mean, dwarven culture is something. I'm, they all live in vans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love sewer rats. Can't get enough of them. They loved gangbang one white bitch. I love it. Love watching it. Seven on one, baby. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> you got Grumpy, Dumpy, uh, Bolt Thrower. Uh, I don't. Know. I can't remember all the names, but Bolt Thrower. <laughs> Anyways, Haggis. Ha- uh, that sounds like a good dwarf name, Haggis. He smells like it too. You literally smell like the lungs and intestines shoved in another set of lungs and intestines and then shoved in a butthole. <laughs> Savage cycle of haggis. Um, what I was getting at, though, is no matter who you pick, they all make a Roddy Piper. Woo! When you fucking... You mean like Ric Flair? Or Ric Flair, yeah. Yeah. God. Woo! They do. Every time, though. Like, if you kill a bunch of enemies, because most of the time they'll either drop, uh, they'll either drop like health, like an apple or a carrot, or they drop these bags that have G wrote on them. You know, so G for gangster. You get all that G, doll. You get all that G, and every now and then when you get about five bags that G, he'll go whoo in the middle of killing these. And they they do it a lot, like. <laughs> Ooh, I got all the, this money. I got all these women. Instead I'm, going, I'm driving my limousine on this airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind the watch. Don't mind the, these watch. This cufflink. This jacket. These pants. These little shoes. <laughs> but like, he, they literally do that. It is just like, woo. It, like, it's an audible fucking woo. I don't know why I feel disgruntled now that I wrote fucking Roddy Piper down on my paper. Should be ashamed. I think it's because I watched a Roddy Piper movie the other day. They live. No, okay. uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown. Okay, that sounds awesome. <laughs> it's fucking awful, but it's great. You never seen Hell Comes to Frogtown? Nope. I'm on going I to. Su- I suggest you to look that up, man. It's on Shutter. That's why I watched it. But anyways, Hack and Slash. 
uh, first level, you come up to, uh, he's the, the orc king, and it's just a dude with two chains. It's uh, not two chains, but, you know, you literally get in the middle of this motherfucker and just, it's one of the things he attacks on both sides, so if you get dead in the middle and just rain attacks, you know, you're good. Mm-hmm. The second guy, second level, and all the the bosses or villains throughout the level by the way up until like the fifth one are pretty much uh orcs and there's a werewolf with a crossbow shows up you know everything you can kill in one or two hits generally mm-hmm. then you the axe dude is the second level that's just what i wrote down it's just a fucking dude with a huge axe that just rains out like Paul Bunyan. shit yeah yeah, Paul Bunyan started listening to the Cannibal Corpse kind Hell of deal. Yeah. Like he just rains out, like blows. Third level, you fight a dragon. You know, it's the king of dragons. So you don't find an actual fucking dragon till the third level, and it looks like a bizarre chicken lizard. Okay, I don't know how to explain. Sounds kind of horrifying, actually. It's kind of spooky. It's got real long legs. And it flies at you at the initial part of the battle. And all you got to do is let it scoop down and start its animation where it's flying. And then you can just rain attacks on it. But it gets to the point where it jumps down on its legs. And it perches its fucking wings way back. Puffs its chest out and just stomps across the fucking... It looks like Freddie Mercury walking across the fucking, like... There's a... The only reason I say that, there's a very certain, like, Queen live performance... Where Freddie Mercury does this fucking strut across the stage and his chest out that fucking I, th- I think I know what you're talking dragon about. chicken looks just like it. Filled with AIDS and regret. Oh, Brandon. Oh. Too soon. <laughs> Watch out, I got a hot nine eleven joke for you. Oh <laughs> yeah, now we're talking dirty. I was gonna say not soon enough. But uh now we're uh Nah, that sucks. I like Freddie Mercury, actually. I'm indifferent. <laughs> Great front man. Not most things. You can, yeah. I'll let you have. I'll let you have the hatred on that one. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. Um, you'll like. You'll dig this. The fourth layer or fourth fourth level you go to, it's got like an overhead screen where you move on this big ass map. Is the layer of the Hydra, and you fight through and. You fight a villain or a boss at the end of this level that looks an awful, awful lot King Ghidorah. Looks Ooh. just fucking like, but it's different colored heads. Fire, yellow, like golden yellow and blue. Okay. And uh, it's really cool as all three heads attack you at once and you kill one and the head will sever and just lay on the ground writhing while the other ones are still attacking. It's pretty rad. But it uh, that's exactly what made me think of. Looks an awful lot. An awful, awful lot like King Ghidorah. I'm sure that took a lot of inspiration from him. I'm sure. Uh, we'll be returning to King Ghidorah later tonight. Oh, hell yeah. Well, you kill that fucking three-headed abomination, fuck. And uh, fifth level is Cyclops. And he's pretty hard. Uh, the, the bosses aren't actually as hard as some of the enemies. And one that I was going to talk uh, lightly on... Uh, Around five, uh, you start having ogres appear with harpies, like flying harpies and shit. Mm-hmm. They're easy. Everything's one to two hits, but 
they just rain down fucking projectiles on you, and that shit will fuck you up. Um, do you have any kind of shield or defense? You do have a shield, and see, that's one thing I was going to say too. Um, at the end of each level, you up, you can upgrade. Like you'll see little icons. It'll be a different sword. It'll be like a saber or a long sword, and you get them. But at the end of each level, you kill something. You either get a level two sword or a level two shield, and I end up getting up level five each. And it just like a lot of the e- enemies at the beginning of the game that take like two to three hits kill you can fucking kill them one now. Mm-hmm. But they have a skeleton warrior boss, and one thing I really fucking like about it is how they animate the skeleton warriors. You need to just at some point look up how they, and it's very Ray uh, Harryhausen, like the dude, the old school. Uh, Stop motion animator yeah. that did like Jason and the Argonauts and all the old school shit like that. They move just like they do in the old. Oh, that's is awesome. It, is it Jason and the, I think it's I think Jason so. and the Argonauts where the final battle is like the skeleton. The dude summons the skeleton army on him. Yeah. And they just, you know, it's hand animated, but they actually move like a fucking skeleton would. They're kind of jerky and yeah. got that cheap animation. The animation in the game, they move exactly like that. That's cool. I, I thought that was cool as shit because it adds that, you know, just seeing the way they move, I was instantly like, man, that looks just like fucking, I, guess, I think it is Jason and the Argonauts. It makes it more otherworldly, too. Yeah. It doesn't move in a normally reasonable sense. It's Nuh-uh. just like it. Ooh, that's fucked. That weird herky jerky, you know, like kind of flawed movement. It's I thought that was really cool though. And that was just one thing that stuck out to me is how everything else is animated normal video game, but those are I think they done that shit on purpose because it expressly looks just like you know the old f- fucking forties and fifties skeletons and movies. It very you know uh, Nightmare on Elm Street three. They bury Freddy's bones at the end of that, mm-hmm. and they reanimate in that fucking junkyard. It, you know, and that's the, in the same sense. That's what that made me. You can tell that's like an homage yeah. to the old stop motion animation shit. And I don't know. I dug that because I, I like those old practical effects and yeah. thought it was kind of neat how, whether they did it purposely or not, they still kind of recreated that in the game, you know? So you kill all them, then. Uh, you come across a Deku tree, pretty much a giant tree that looks just like the Deku tree. Tells you that you got to keep going forward because the dragon's going to overtake the land, of course. As they do. And that is where I got to my final level. And the boss I got killed by was a dragon, a dude riding a dragon. And it's really fucking hard because the dragon's throwing fire at you. And then this asshole's swinging a sword the entire time so you literally have really no clearance and i ended up getting killed i kept trying to use screen clear on it and just work it down real quick and it ended up by depleting that health off of me by the time i got down low yeah there wasn't shit i can do and i run out of continues but it is one i had a good enough time with it like i may end up trying to play again tonight and seeing if i can get a little further than what i did i mean it's too late now man the dragons have overrun the land well, i'm glad well i was playing on normal difficulty too and i noticed that it has an easy and a very easy very so easy put it on very easy and just blow through it, it in like 20 that, minutes the watch nookie suit yeah <laughs> it's like i'm sorry your pussy hurts and weeps all the time <laughs> Here's your let bro- me hold your hand while you're nipples gently weep 
console just kind of oozes out pussies. <laughs> oh, the creamy feminine savior for the nether regions. Or it's the creamy savior for the feminine nether regions, excuse me. Yeah, well, uh, That's $13, you owe me, Big Bob. Daisy Gutsburger is a big fan. I used to... <laughs> I used to throw down with her. We had some good times. I think you did too, didn't you? Yeah, buddy, man. I think about everybody did. Me and her were sitting in my car one night, and Leonard Skinner come on the radio, and she just flopped her old titties out. <laughs> All it does. took is a little Skinner on the radio and a six-pack PBR, and you end like Flint. Uh-huh. But it takes you Flint, about Michigan. 300. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drinking the water. <laughs> yeah, it takes you about $3,000 about a week later to... Oh, there's, all, a, there's a salad for that. Yeah. Yeah. And it come with a conveniently placed IV, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Brillo pads. Couldn't get those warts off. No. Jesus. But a good hot cigarette lighter can. Let me tell you. <laughs> I just, I was sitting there pacing out of the head. God damn it, Grundle. Esmo, Dr. Grundle's back alley hobo doc office shit there. Got warts on your back and burn them off with a cigarette lighter. Fuck yeah. Fuck Get it. done. That sounds awful. He's just like, step in my office and opens a car door. Yeah. <laughs> Get in and he just clicks the fucking yeah. cigarette lighter down in the AC thing. So tell me about your medical history. Yeah. Well, let me see your warts. <laughs> uh, this car smells like burnt potatoes. <laughs> it's awful, God damn it. Anyways. How's your car infested with roaches? Like? <laughs> sitting in his back seat. Every time I sit in his goddamn car, I get a fucking foreskin on my pant leg. <laughs> 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 That's awful. Talk about some video games. <laughs> I'll talk about one. Um, I've been. I, I'm bad about going to my my usual drug dealer for video games. Uh huh. So um, you like them DOCs, man? Yeah. And so I, I started up um the first XCOM reboot again, and um, having some fun with it. Having fun getting you know my my turds pushed in here and there, as XCOM does. Uh, XCOM is a game of basically human SWAT teams versus a horrific alien invasion. And it goes about as well as you think it would in most instances. Uh, I've got the Enemy Within expansion, which adds some pretty cool shit. Uh, normally you just got well-trained dudes with different classes like a sniper, the heavy who has a rocket launcher, an assault who uses a shotgun, support who's just, you know... He's all like go team, have a health pack. And I think that's all the the classes there. Uh, but the expansion adds mech troopers, which are, which I think is are really fucking cool. They, um, how they work is you send them to the engineering lab where they chop off all of a soldier's limbs and give them a mechanized body, which they can then insult insert into a huge they can insult you they, with it they, they can't insult you with it i mean they'll give you the your own finger um but they can also insert them into like a giant badass mech unit which are cool they uh the mech units in the game have a ton of hit points 
do shitload of damage, but they cannot use cover. So it's a that's also a pretty big drawback yeah. too. Because in the game, it's all about hiding behind cover, uh, getting tactical positions on the map to basically flank your enemies without being flanked yourself, all that kind of shit. But the the mech units can use no cover. You can block line of sight with them, but they're so, also so big that you stick them behind a, a garbage can that might be a full cover for a unit. Ain't doing shit for yeah. your giant mech guy. But they got enough hit points that they can generally take a few hits without uh, croaking. Whereas, especially in the early game, all your guys get hit, killed one hit for anything. Red shirts, essentially. Yeah, yeah, and it sucks because you got to like train them up and, and get better units. But at the same time, they're all fucking dying. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Uh, it's essentially, though, two games in one because you got your tactical combat side where you go on missions and you bleed your guys around. But there's also a global control aspect to it where you build your up your base and that kind of determines what all you can build for your dudes. It also determines um, if the world goes into panic because XCOM itself is like a global... Um, like a DEFCON kind of thing, right? Kind of. It's it's like a global coalition of countries pitching yeah. in. And it's like, we're doing this to pr- fight against alien invasion. But if you neglect them too much, they'll leave. And they cut your funding and abilities. And it's a snowball into ultimate loss if you let them get panicked. So it's a big juggle of... Keeping people happy and yes. keeping the threat at bay. Because like every... Uh, so often... Uh, you. Time goes on, and there will there will be like alien abductions around the world. There's usually three of them, and you got to choose one to go after. The other two are fucked. And the countries those happen in, they raise their panic levels by two, and all other neighboring companies by uh, c- countries by one. So, say if there's three um, abductions going on, one of them's in North America and you ignore it. North America's panic increases by two, Canada and Mexico increase by one. And if they are, any of them hit, I think five, they bail out. Uh, so it, it, it gets, that's like the threshold like, for where they're like, Nope. Yeah. And it gets up there quick. So the only way to combat that is to build satellites over them to give them coverage, which kind of keeps UFOs out of it. And also when you launch a satellite, it reduces their panic by two. So there's some fuckery you do there with trying to juggle um, satellites, and especially on the harder difficulties. Do you launch them with a trebuchet? You do. <laughs> yeah. Um, straight out of England. Um, they use the, the King, King Henry. Edward, this was. King Edward method. Yes. Um, Hammer of the Scots. <laughs> uh, also known as Edward Longshanks. <laughs> one, of, one of the strategies I've kind of come up with is... Um, you can get multiple abductions in a month going on. And because the maximum panic is five, which it might not be five. I can't remember exactly, but the maximum panic's five. So if you, if a country maxes out and you launch a satellite to reduce it by two, it could happen to fucking again by the end of the month. And at the end of the month, if their panic is five, they drop out. So I'll wait to the very end of the month to launch my satellites over the country because that way if they get two abductions in a row, I'm not fucked. You know, yeah. they can't go over that maximum amount of panic. You can only be so panicked at once. Yeah. You can only stress out so fucking much. Yeah. Um, it's also, you know, doesn't make a whole lot of fucking sense that 
oh god, we're getting invaded by aliens. Let's cut our only defense. Yeah, no shit. Like, <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure uh, they're here, and I'm scared. Fuck us, we're just dead. Yeah, <laughs> like my whole deal is like this: if a threat comes to wipe the entire fucking world out, right? Just mm-hmm. think about it like this: if a th- alien threat, whatever have you, shows up. It ain't singling out Americans. It ain't singling out Norwegians. It's it's killing everybody. Yeah. Would money still exist at that point? Um, kind of. I think. God, that sucks. Yeah. Instead of just banning together, like, why don't we just pull these resources and not look at monetary value shit? And then once we survive this, we can worry about all that later. Yeah. Which there definitely would be like government mandated. You go working in this factory for twelve hours a day. And that's all there is to it. Oh, yeah. That's true. I mean, that's kind of how it is. Like yeah. My dad told me yesterday, he was like, you get something wrong, you ain't got health insurance, you're dead. <laughs> Period. <laughs> he was like, it broke my heart. He was telling me about having chemo. And he was like, this is like seven-year-old lady coming there, man. And he was like, they straight up said, well, your insurance ain't paying shit. Go die at home. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fucked, man. Yeah. Kind of yeah. the same now. I, kind of the same come way. Come on, aliens. Come fucking lay waste our goddamn planet. And this we is all a, want it. A funny aside, I got the XCOM board game, which is really just takes place of the, the global aspect yeah. of the XCOM game. And it has a feature in there called the emergency fund. And um, my line of thinking is, we're being invaded by aliens. It's an emergency. Let's drain the fucking emergency fund. No. They don't get more emergency than, than that. that. <laughs> <laughs> Something that's never happened before and is probably bad. Let's save that money. Yeah. But maybe if we increase taxes, my <laughs> That's the first goddamn yeah. thing that'd be but, Well, we're proposing a new tax in the Senate. Well, you know, Washington just got blew away yesterday, but we've got the Senate underground and we're proposing a new tax for the American people. And with this tax, we're going to make sure everybody's got plenty of access to toilet paper. Somebody bring a goddamn Ouija board in this office and let's summon Ross Perot's ghost in here and ask him what the fuck he did. He was tired of flirtatious females trying to get ahead in the goddamn STEM industry. (laughs) I love Ross Perot. He was a great guy. He was. He had more money than God and Texas. (laughs) He could fill a bus nuts with the rest of them. Yeah. Anyways, I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, you, you, it's so it's a, it's a constant game of juggling the global shit, advancing your tech, um, and, and doing the, the missions. And there's a sl- kind of a story going to it. Uh, nothing too too in depth of it. Um, so a, as time goes on, you fight harder and harder aliens because you find out these because you start off fighting basically the little green men, little bitty big head alien guys. And it comes to find out it's more like a conglomerate of aliens. And you eventually find out like it's one alien race has pretty much been going around dominating worlds and have enslaved all these other aliens to do their fighting. Um, So it's not bad. One of the cool things I like about the story is how it plays into the second game. It's a very stark contrast between the two games. In the first one, you're fighting off this alien invasion, and in the second, and, and you eventually you do fight it off in the in the first one. In the second one, all of a sudden, for no reason, the aliens have pretty much won, and you know Earth's controlled, run by aliens. They pulled that goddamn it, funding. 
<laughs> yeah. between the two. So the second one is like a guerrilla warfare game because you're you're starting a resistance against aliens. Kind of like alien to aliens. Yeah. Well, what happened? Well, the, the second one kind of retcons the first one is in the first one. There's a certain point in the story where the XCOM base gets invaded. And in the game, you normally fight them off and you go on. Well, in the second one, it retcons it to where they they take you, the player, your character is the commander. They take him and basically plug him into the machine. Talking about from the events of the first one. Yes. Like, you you prevent it from happening, but story-wise, it happens regardless. Right. In the second one, what happens is they kidnapped you, the player... And plugged you into the machine because you're like you're in the story. You're basically like this combat simulation guy. Like you can you know everything that's going to happen, and you're just a master tactician. So the aliens use you as basically a combat simulator computer to run simulations of combat, and they, they actually use you to take over the world. So all the events after the base defense in the first one were actually you- simulations run in your brain to find out what they would have done. What the. F- <laughs> Fuck. That felt like a simulation. You telling me yeah. that? Like the whole universe is a simulation. According to e- Elon Musk and other noted scientists. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, um so yeah, that that part's pretty cool. You know, again, it's not very story heavy. You're not having conversations every it's just it's like not small fucking bits Metal Gear pe- Solid. Yeah, it's just small bits and pieces that you can put together as much as you want to, or you can just ignore it and go kill some fucking aliens. One thing I like is a lot of the flavor of the both where either where you start your XCOM base at or what countries you bring on board. Because if you get, say, if you get Canada, North America, and Mexico all covered with satellites, you get a bonus where all your interceptors, which are airplanes and yeah. and stuff, are cheaper. And Africa, I think, gets you 30% more funding. South America's got one of my favorites called We Have Ways. And all of your techno- your tech research that involves autopsies or interrogation happen instantly. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's some, there's some waterboarding going on. Yeah. <laughs> like, hell, yeah. We got to find out what this alien knows. What are you doing with that stick welder? You're going to find out. I'm going to find out. <laughs> oh, he's going to talk. <laughs> He may not speak our same language, but he gonna say something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Mister Alien, you ever had the end of a baseball bat shoved in your rectum? You have a rectum. We'll find out. Yeah, you like Metallica. What about Saint Anger? <laughs> These fucking duct tape fucking headphones they have with singing that goddamn snare can. Yeah, or trash can snare. Pang pang pang. Like he's talking, he's talking. You're gonna show me in this goddamn map where your kind's gonna attack this. One of the things I like so much more about the first one versus the second one is the alien design. The first one, the aliens looked fucked up and weird, and the second one, they look so much cleaner and less alien-like. Um, and I think they kind of retcon that by saying. In the second one, that they try to make them more appealing to humans because they've they're ruling Earth. You know, you don't want to send too horrific of a monstrosity down the street. You yeah. know, you got, it's kind of a monstrosity. Like, um, case in point, 
in the first one, there's enemies called floaters, which are like these biomechanical floating half men that look almost like a gremlin holding a gun. They look pretty gnarly. Yeah. In the second one, they look like angels, like like mechatronic angels. They look very pristine and clean, whereas in the first one, they just look like a fucking laboratory accident. Yeah. So it's that kind of shit that I, I prefer the aliens in the first one a lot more. Uh, one of my favorites are the thin men in the first one. They, um, they're they're the men in black basically stereotype. Yeah, because you know before the movie came out, the men in black were the aliens in most yeah. myth. Yeah, um, and that's what they are in XCOM. They're these tall, thin, gangly looking motherfuckers who slapped on a suit and spit poison. Slender man, pretty <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, Slender man. God, I fucking hate the thin men in the game because I swear to God they never miss a shot. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, I highly recommend XCOM if you like any kind of tactics game like Final Fantasy Tactics or uh, you know it, any kind of turn-based strategy type thing. It's really great. It's very unforgiving. You'll never miss so many 99% chance shots in your life. Um, but, you know, it kind of goes both ways. Too. That's one thing I've always heard about those games is the difficulties. They were difficult. They were very unforgiving. Your soldier dies, he's dead. You can't. You ain't getting him back. You can make another one. You're going to have to train him up, but he's dead. He's dead, Jim. <laughs> Your friend's terrible, though. Yeah. Huh? He's, he's dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's rough, but you, you start to also learn to um, really make um the chances work in your favor and to when to just avoid chance altogether. It's just things like grenades and rockets have a hundred percent hit chance. Yeah. So, you know, if you got a badass alien that you've whittled down to enough to kill with a grenade, don't throw risk that. Yeah. Throw the grenade. Don't waste that 90% shot on him Cause you're probably going to miss and he's going to fuck one of your guys up. So just throw your guaranteed shot at him. If you got the chance to kill it, fucking kill it. Yeah. And things like explosions are really good because they take out cover. So a lot of times I'll have some <clears> guy being, I can barely hit him. So I'll throw a grenade, blow out his color, cover, and then all of a sudden everybody in my team has a really high chance yeah. of hitting him. So it was a lot, of, a lot of shit like that. It ain't The second one has a lot more destructible environments, almost to its detriment. Because in the second one, if you use a grenade when you're on the second floor of a building, you're, you're going to the first floor. floor. <laughs> Oh man, which I fucked over aliens that way. That's kind of cool though, because yeah. I mean, that would does that instantly kill them? No, or but it, it deals a damage? ton of damage. Early game, it is instant death, but later on, it's not. It's still just too much damage to to do. It sucks. You'll have a sniper planted up on the roof somewhere, and some asshole alien hits it with a grenade, and down he goes. <laughs> That's kind of funny though. Yeah, it is. But it, I mean, I, I can see where that would add to like. Add to the the tact, yeah. You know about it does going about your battle and shit. That's yeah. cool. And I'm gonna make a brief mention of a non-video game I play. So I mentioned it last weekend. This here Godzilla game. I look at that. The past two times I've come over here, I just I bought. I really like the way that box is set up. Finally got a chance to play it, and it's pretty good. Good. It's um. So far, Godzilla has had a good board game. There's been various knockoff kaiju games that mm-hmm. aren't Godzilla. You know, Godzilla Light. They're the the go bots of Godzilla. Yeah. Um, Smodzilla, I guess. Uh, Rodzilla. Rodzilla. It's a giant Rod Stewart. Did that... I let you see the figures last time? Uh uh-uh. uh. The figures that are your characters or the kaiju you play are actually really fucking good. 
Most board games have kind of shitty figures. These these are almost like miniature action figure quality. Oh wow! But you got these King, are fantastic. You can play as King Ghidorah, Godzilla, Mothra, or Megalon. And I was happy they did Megalon versus say Ingears or you know he's one, he's always been one of my favorites. I, I might have took Gigan over Megalon, but. Guy gonna make a long and sweet. These are like incredibly detailed. Yeah, they are. And <clears throat> the game gameplay basically goes: you beat the fuck out of each other every turn and to score points. And once enough time passes, the humans unleash the oxygen destroyer, and the game ends. And whoever has the most points wins. Ah. So the more the city you fuck up, the faster that clock goes. Uh, it's based on. Um, That's really fucking cool. There's there's different types of buildings in the game that you you can destroy. Small buildings are the ones that advance the clock basically. So if you want to drag the game out, you leave the small buildings alone. But generally, you're just killing everything because buildings give you energy. Energy lets you do attacks, and attacks score you points. So there's no like somebody getting knocked out of the game or anything like that. You're in the game the whole time, and you're just beating the fuck out of each other every few turns. It, It takes maybe. 45 minutes to play, I think. So oh, it's not, like one complete playthrough? Yeah. It's not too no. bad. Um, seemed like it'd be real replayable. The um, attacks work off of cards you get. You, you have your own decks, and you can play the cards using your energy you've built up, usually from destroying buildings. Yeah. The bigger the building, the more energy, usually. Or it has other effects like draw a card or shit like that. Uh, every round goes until everybody's pretty much used all their energy or cards. Then you do a refresh. Everyone draws new hands and go again. Um, there's also event cards that um, are basically the human slash aliens in the movies. Mm-hmm. Like one of them, when we played, um, we had one that had tanks spawn on the board. And if the tanks got close to you, they didn't hurt you. They drained your energy because, I mean, in the movies, the tanks shoot Godzilla. Yeah. But the most he does is waste some energy going. Yeah. So they don't really. This is a terrible inconvenience. And another one was a lightning generator thing where there's these lightning generators set up around the map. And it was cool because if you could throw other kaiju into it, it drained their energy. Is it one of those things that the closer you get to it? Not uh, Tesla coal, I think is what you're thinking of. Uh, Uh, It's not that, but it might as well be. It's basically a, a big ass matrix of electricity that you could throw other kaiju in and drain the fuck out of their energy. It's only like so many spaces around it, though, right? Uh, that one was in particular was just that the space itself. You had to throw uh, them. I got on you. That I got space. you. I got you. I didn't know if it. You know, you were saying it occupied like one space, and it's you know like four spaces around in yeah, either direction. Yeah. You know, like a dome, I guess, kind of deal. Uh, not other there's the UFOs, but you know the King Doors UFOs that are in the movies. Uh, I haven't fucked with those are the only two scenario or event cards I've played with so far, but I really like it. I think it's like thirty five bucks on Amazon. Oh yeah, it's pretty sweet. I recommend it. I won't try. I'll it slowly out. talk about some of these others too as time goes on. I'm literally thinking like not how late do your y'all's uh board game like um, when y'all usually start. We start, you usually, it depends on who's coming. Usually, if our buddy Juice comes, he starts around 4.30ish and he stays uh, 8 to 9. 
But my buddy across the street, Mohill, when he gets here, he usually gets here late because he does AC work. Um, but he'll be here to two in the morning sometimes. So I want to come. Uh, I was thinking about maybe not this Wednesday, but next. If you know y'all yeah. want to, like, I want to, I want to bring that last Friday over, but I can't get here to about. It'd be about seven fifteen, seven thirty. Yeah. I didn't know if I'd be too late bring it over man i figured you know a couple weeks we can uh you know what the minimum amount of players for it two okay well, i mean hell if nothing else being you could play it like i just i figured uh worse can work we'll uh there's a very good uh video on youtube that gives a basic rundown of how to play yeah. that game yeah that's i've been using those to decide what games i buy because there's one now that looks so fucking cool called nemesis it is basically alien the movie is a board game Really, it is really fucking cool because you like a space corridor kind of. Yes, oh, that's and cool. you got all these different, um, you know, characters that you play as, like the captain, the medic, blah blah blah, and you got two motives that you kind of choose between at a certain point. One of them's like the corporate motive, and that's something like don't let this other player leave alive. Or capture an egg and bring it back. The company. Yeah, the we company. Want, we want this. And there's another motive. I don't remember what it was. That was the cool one. Um, but basically, the aliens are big badasses that you can kind of fight, but you're best off just haul and tail. Yeah. And uh, lots of betrayal. Um, but the rules in it. I haven't found a video less than 50 minutes long to explain the fucking The basic rules? rules like, yes. Shit. So it seems very loaded down, and it's also kind of expensive. It's it was like a Kickstarter exclusive. Um, they're they're starting a new version of it, so you can do like a slacker backer thing now and get the original, which is what I would want. Yeah, that's still like two hundred bucks for a fucking board game. Yes, now it has all kinds of cool minis and shit. Yeah, but, but still, still, that's a lot. It is a lot, especially for a game that I don't know if I could get anybody to play with me because the rules are so fucking cumbersome. And from what I've seen, like the cumbersome rules do kind of work for it because if it was simpler rules, it'd be easier to tell who's going to backstab you or not. All the rules kind of obfuscate what anyone's motives are. Yeah, because they might that person might go to that other room to be looking for an item, but also they might just be planning on unlocking the door so you can't come in there and the aliens coming because you can't like attack so each other. They, uh, that- you can't attack each other outright. You gotta like. You gotta fuck them over somehow. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. The alien is in the airlock. How convenient that I just locked you in there with. Yeah. I mean, that kind of shit. And the only ways to win are, I'm trying to think of what it said. There's a cryopod. It's like, like where you start is that coming out of cryo sleep. So you can set the ship's course, I think, to Earth. And I think you got to get all the engines back online and then you get in the cryopod and go to sleep and then you win that way. Uh, another one's escape pods, but you got to do certain things to enable yeah. the escape pods. One of the ways to enable the escape pods is if any one crew member, member dies, the escape pods activate so you can fuck over somebody. So you can get somebody killed and get that fucker open and just get there and bail the fuck out. Yeah. Dude, that sounds pretty incredible, it does, though. It does man. sound pretty like, fucking badass. I love everything about the concept and all. It does it, sound very alien. Yeah, because that's a, that's a problem in the later Alien movies. Is well, I mean, they don't ever really address that. But Alien Resurrection, you know, there's the whole race to the escape pod kind yeah. of thing. You know, yeah. Same difference with Alien. I'll though. probably just, eventually get it, it when 
I think eventually, yeah, I think eventually they're going to mass produce it, and you'll be able to buy it for a reasonable price. Yeah. I pay hundred for it. Yeah, seems cool enough for a hundred. Two hundred's really fucking pushing it. When I could get almost a switch for the same price, I was going to say, man, you could about buy a console for that. Yeah, that's that's <clears throat> a lot. Yeah. I still think we need to make a good old gamers board game. Oh, that'd be pretty sweet. I think we could do it. Something easy. Yeah. A card game might be even easier. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, well hell yeah. Uh, you got anything to talk about before we go on to some music? Nah. Play us a tune. Let me pull it up here on the old tablet. This is a tune from one of our very favorite, most favorite games from childhood. That's so. And what game is this, Law? This is Sim City. Super Nintendo. For the SNES. So wholesome. Mm-hmm. This is the opening screen thing. Very earthboundy. Yeah. It's very comforting to me. Yeah. I don't know why, but I'd be laying on my deathbed one day and listening to my headphones. I could totally listen to this in space. Space. There's no oxygen. And if you remove your mask, your lungs will collapse at speed light, your head will explode. <laughs> your body parts will float off in deeper reaches of places that no one knows. Do you have what it takes to lead SimCity? What is the name of your city? We have eight characters from you to choose from. <laughs> the citizens are really complaining about the high traffic and high taxes. What do you intend on doing? Bulldozing downtown, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get pissed off and do that sometimes. You know what Bowser's attacking today, guys? Fuck, Sorry. Fuck him and fuck you. Well, shit, what happened there? Are we okay. actually playing SimCity? Yeah, it like auto-played over to some kind of a playthrough. I gave some douchebag a click, apparently. So, uh, shit. Yeah. Give us a click. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, about time to wrap it up. I reckon so. So, I guess we're going to be trying to do, like, bi-weekly. Yeah, until the work schedules calm down a I think bit. it'll be easier to maintain. I'd rather 
y'all know when you're going to receive a, an episode well, versus just eh, whenever. And too, with the way I work and just life is going right now, like it's hard just to find time to play games to talk about. Mm-hmm. So biweekly definitely gives us like a little more time to compile ourselves. Yeah. So I feel like tonight's episode was a little more put together than last week. And I mean, you know, we're getting back in the swing of this shit again. So yeah, back know. on the side, back in the saddle. <laughs> God damn it. I hate Aerosmith. I do too. I think anybody who like voluntarily listens to it, should this be shot? I can't say nothing because one of my first albums I ever got was Aerosmith Big Ones. Yeah, my condolences. Yeah, I know. People wonder why I have depressive issues now. But, you know, they still suck. <laughs> That's all I can fucking say. It's like, gee, thanks, Mom and Dad. The Van Halen tapes were fucking great, but the Aerosmith. Uh, yeah. You don't like Van Halen, neither do you? I mean, uh, Van Halen's definitely way better than Aerosmith. It's Van fucking Halen. Yeah. I might get crucified for his next statement, but there's some uh, Van Hagar shit I like more than Van Halen, <laughs> dude. There are so many weeping people after I said that. Please put the gun down. Take yeah. it out of your mouth. Take it out of your mouth. <laughs> you know. But anyways, uh, we'll be back. Goodoldgamers.show now. Goodoldgamers.show. Yeah. You can find us on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Ha-ha. <laughs> My favorite music platform, Spotify. Um, are we on fucking iTunes and shit? Yeah, we're on iTunes now. iTunes. Um, I don't know if we're yet on Google because I submitted I need to look into it. It should be on there by now. It's, by God, it's been long enough. But I don't know. They've changed their shit. Used to, it's just like you punch it in, you're on there. Yeah. It's not that way anymore. We were the number one rated Southern Retro podcast on Google Play yeah. Music for a while. Yeah, you years had enough. Ago. Add enough qualifiers in there, and he'll be the number one in anything. Ain't no shit. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, so we're on all the streaming shit. Uh, if you like the messages, tell us anything about what we're not doing right or what we could do to be doing things better. You can drop either one of us a line at our Facebook at Good Old Gamers Podcast. Mm-hmm. All that shit. Just send us a fucking get up in them DMs, dog. You know, all mm-hmm. that shit. Other than that. That's about it, right? That's about it. Well, fuck, dude. Game over, man. Game over. Sagittarius A, the supermassive black hole in the center of the Milky Way. It has the mass of a million billion gorillion suns. If you fell into it, your body would be crushed to an indefinitely small point, and you would probably die.